Parents as Teachers, and this is a free program that um, has basically teachers come in and help assess you, your household, your children, and help you know how to be the first teacher that they have in your household, and basically talks about parenting skills um, and assesses developmentally you and your child and is, it gives you helpful tips. So Stephanie and Gina are our speakers this morning, and they are experienced parents as teachers, um, teachers, and they're going to talk to us this morning and um, be our speakers. So please give them your full attention. Thank you, and again, welcome. I'm glad that you are here this morning. Stephanie and I have ideas for homemade toys on a budget, and that's what our program is all about, helping you as moms find ways to use things from around your home to help entertain and enlighten your children. All right, Stephanie has been doing this longer than I have, by a year. <laughs> and I began doing Parents as Teachers in August of 2000. So my, my younger child was 10 and my older child was 15 when I began this job. So the older one is married, the younger one is engaged. So Stephanie has three children, so from that point, Stephanie is again more experienced than I am. <laughs> okay, how many of you have heard of Parents as Teachers or participated in Parents as Teachers? A good number of you, thank you very much. We have the flyers up here. We would like for you to share the flyers with family and friends. Anyone that you think might be able to do parents as teachers and might benefit from parents as teachers. We used to be called parent educators, but we are now referred to as parent facilitators because our foundational curriculum has changed to where we are facilitating parents on their parenting journey. We're not up here telling parents how to do things. We're on the journey together, giving you resources, giving you activities to enjoy with your child at each visit, a book to share at each visit. We also, once a year, do the screenings so that you can see how your child is doing developmentally. And those are the, the major components of our program. But one of the things that I find most important is the resources that I can put parents in touch with. I had a mom text me last week, where could she find flashcards? So I gave her like Dollar Tree, some of the other places where she could find flashcards. And so then she shared with me when I did the visit earlier this week how she was planning to use those flashcards with her child. So we put parents in touch with quality childcare. <laughs> quality childcare, thank you. <laughs> and again, I couldn't tell you in, in over the years what kind of resources I've been able to share. I, you know, it's just a very valuable part of what we do for parents. But we're going to talk about toddlers specifically today. And one of the biggest concerns for toddlers is safety. Okay. Again, we know that children in this 12 to 24 month 
time frame are often still putting things in their mouth because that is their most significant way of learning is through sense of touch. And we have more nerve endings inside our mouth than we do on our fingertips. Otherwise, we would never crawl. Okay, and so does anybody know the quick way to check to see if a toy is safe for a toddler? Bingo. Used to have one decorated. I mean, obviously this was taken from a clean spot in my home. Well, yes. You just have to kind of judge. But, and it is also a visible way of teaching older children in the family or cousins, nieces, nephews that, oh, if it fits inside this, it's too small for Gabe to play with. And it's, yes, we now use toilet paper, I mean, excuse me, paper towel rolls that are cut down versus the toilet paper tube. But that is the standard. And yes, I do own several of the little safety choke toy check pieces myself because I do have a three-year-old grandson that does spend time at our house occasionally. So I'm still watchful and careful about those things. Okay, and then a second consideration when you're preparing a toy for a toddler is where they are developmentally. If a child is in the movement stage, they may enjoy this simple pull toy, which is made with a cardboard box and a piece of ribbon. Now, the, the recommendations, again, for safety are to make sure you do not have too long a piece of ribbon. If it's long enough for you to pull, then it's too long and could be a choking hazard for a toddler because they do still have a tendency to fall. They're not very sturdy on their feet. That's why they are called toddlers. They are still toddling, okay? Then if you have a child who has more of the fine motor skills, you might want to think of a simple shape sorter. Now, Stephanie and I brought this commercial toy for you. Again, this is put out by a, a company called the Sassy Company. We tend to use the Sassy toys because they are very durable and appeal to a variety of children. However, you can create your own shape sorter and the advantage of using the Pringles can, sorry, you can see the lid has been cut so that there is a slit, but you start with the open top and when your child puts something in the Pringles can, then they get the auditory feedback. They can hear that they've been successful with that toy. And unfortunately, the metal juice rings are not as readily available as they have been in the past. So shower curtain rings. And these are little laminate samples. Sometimes you can find those. Those were from a resource room that we no longer have access to. And these were the little links that we suspended toys 
while our children were batting when they were younger than toddlers. So that can be also used in the shape sorter, starting with the open lid and then putting the lid with, with the slit cut in it. And you can also use the cards, playing cards, when a child is beginning to show interest in some of the numbers. Again, this is not a full set of cards, not a full deck. Okay, if you have a child who is showing interest in making music or you need a way for that child to work through some of the tantrum stages we often come through as a toddler, and that again is a developmental thing because we may be able to use our words, but may not be able to move our body the way we want to. Or alternatively, we may have the movement, but are not able to express ourselves. So this activity is drumming up fun. And yes, there are very good commercial drum and instrument sets on the market. However, how many of you have an empty ice cream carton in your home. And the nice thing about using the ice cream bucket is that you can store the other instruments inside it. So then they're all located in one spot where you can find them when your child needs a little redirection <laughs> or a little self-expression, things like that. Again, on this, when we do this activity with a family, we use the plastic spoons, and there are a variety of those here. Or, if your nerves can't stand the sound of the spoons, paper towel rolls. And if you stuff, stuff them with newspaper, they will last longer. However, if you just want to use them for a short time, just use them as they are. Again, you see how the only thing that we have mentioned so far that cost anything was the sassy toy. All of these are materials that you would have around your home. The ribbon was even from a Bath and Body Works gift I received. <laughs> we laugh and say, you have to take Pack Rat 101 before you can be an effective parent educator. <laughs> and these are just simply cardboard containers that come from the little cheese wedges. And so you can let your child play with it. And when they start wearing out, toss it and Buy yourself some more cheese wedges. <laughs> Again, you can justify buying the ice cream because you're going to use the bucket for your child's drum. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then, again, talking about the sounds, as we reach the middle of our toddler years, we often are more interested in exploring loud and soft sounds. So we have an activity where we bring jars with loud sounds. This is chicken-shaped pasta. This is brass hardware from my kitchen drawer. 
or soft sands. These are little pinwheels. Again, we have smaller bottles that we have on hand if the child has a smaller hand. For those children who like to use both hands, we have bigger bottles that we save and use. This is, again, pasta. This is rice that has been colored with food coloring. Okay, and then a seasonal aspect of this is little sound match eggs that we have made. These are hot glued on the inside with the materials inside and then taped on the outside for security because you would not want a toddler to pop the egg open and be able to have access to what is making the sound inside. And to help us when we are filling these bottles on our home visits, which is how we refer to our program. We have made a little funnel from a small paper plate with tape, and it fits inside the mouth of the container, and it helps you easily put in. Now, some of the other things we bring for loud and soft, we have some very small pom-poms. Obviously, these would not be something that you would safely use with a toddler this age if they were not encapsulated in a bottle. A lot of times if you have favors from uh, baby showers and things, which is so, something you might want to save, but they would not be safe for your child outside of the bottle, you could put them in the bottle or another container to use safely. We have little plastic beads that are in the shape of a heart, colored large pasta, colored rice. The rice tends to make a softer swishing sound. The, the pasta makes the louder sounds. We also have some feathers. Don't have those in here. And then we have some of our tongue depressors. We found colored tongue depressors. You've never seen two women quite excited when we found colored tongue depressors and tape that was very fun. <laughs> now you can find it everywhere. <laughs> but at the time, yes. I'm sure the, the people monitoring the security cameras were having quite a field day with that. <laughs> and then, again, making use of materials that you might have around the home. This is just a simple shaker done in a tennis ball container. Again, Pack Rat 101. And as your child becomes more interested in the language, you can use the sock that the dryer did not eat to make a simple sock puppet idea. Or this is a little bean bag that you can work with the body parts. Put it on your head, on your shoulder. Can you balance it on your elbow? How about on your knee, on your foot? Emphasizing the body parts, but in a fun way that also incorporates the language that your child will be wanting to use. And this is simply approximately a cup of beans in the toe of a sock, knotted, and then the top of the sock is folded down. 
for a variety, you could put the child's name on the toe of the sock if you have multiple children in the family, or you can use them, the permanent markers to decorate the sock, sock bean bag. Again, this was, I don't know where this one came from. <laughs> it's sturdy and it washes, so it goes in our, our materials for the program. This was the packing for our watch I received. I thought, hmm, I can use this for the program. A simple bean bag. Okay. And then you notice we have a variety of books up here. This one is a little homemade book titled My Favorite Foods, and it's simply pictures from food advertisements. This is four Ziploc bags that have been stapled and taped to make the binding for the book. And then you can change the pages as your child's interests change. If you'll notice, we have one up here that was done with the ribbon. We have since switched over to doing the tape and staples because it's much easier to do that. And again, you put the open end out so that you can change the, the pages in the book. If you're, having, if you're going out of town, you could put pictures of you in this little book. And then your child would have pictures that they could carry. Another mom, I didn't have this idea, but another mom had the idea of making a book for her child's birthday. She folded up the Mylar balloon in the Ziploc bag and then used the other bags to feature pictures of people that attended the birthday party. Okay? So then it was a very personal book and her child did love it. And I was thankful that she shared that idea with, with me. Okay, One resource that we often overlook when we're looking for toys for children are the many consignment shops and resale shops we have in the Cape and Jackson area. We are very, very blessed. Don't overlook looking at Goodwill for books or toys. But then when you're purchasing pr manufactured toys, there is a website if you want to check to make sure it has not been recalled. Excuse me, just a moment. Have to find the right page here. It is www.cpsc.gov. And these are free child safety downloads from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. You can check for recalls and you can check to see if there's been any notices. Um, we have a, a several books we use in the program that were the little phone books that had the little tab that went around to the Velcro. They were recalled, but they told us to just clip off the little tab that went around. So we're still using those. But that was what the recall notice was on that particular toy. There's one toy right now that everybody might have in their house and they may not realize. We loved this toy. It is a ball. It's like a, it's almost, their fingers can go through it because it's, it has holes. And their fingers can go through it. They can hold it past it. But what it has is little balls in it on each. There might be several pieces that have this little plastic that's covering it, it has balls inside. 
that has been recalled. So if you have any of those, you can take them back to your house. We love it. If you are there and watching, you'll be fine with that ball. We love that toy, but it has been recently recalled. So that's just a heads up because a lot of those, those are very popular right now. A lot of people haven't, but if it has a little plastic piece that has little balls inside that makes it rattle, it has been recalled because of the choking hazard. And we commonly call these books bath books, but they are softer. They're the little vinyl stuffed books. This one I picked up the other day at Dollar Tree when I was purchasing some other things. And these are soft. And if a child whacks you in the head with this book, it will not hurt. And this also is a little cloth book. I inherited that one from my grandson. <laughs> but those are all ideas that help for your safety and not just your child's safety. Okay. Anything you'd care to add? You know, anything around your house, as long as you just look at it, See what they're interested in. What is the one thing when they're opening a present? What do they do? Do they want the present, if it's in a big box, medium-sized box, do they want that present? What do they want? The box. So a box, a box is a great present. Or, you know, that is something they can play with. They can color on it for those toddlers. They can climb in it. You can cut a hole in it. They can make a reading center. So anything you have in your house, it's something they want to play with. One cabinet in your kitchen that has safe things, um, pots, pans that they can play with, that's something they're interested in. They want to open every cabinet and, and you can just move them over to that cabinet that is theirs. They can play in that cabinet that has safe things. That's an easy toy. That's an easy solution for something that they're constantly getting into a cabinet. So that's, that's something fun. Some of you may recognize this particular toy. It was a giveaway with the kid's meal, a toddler toy from the Golden Arches. I am not promoting the Golden Arches. However, if it's something I can use in the program, then I can justify getting myself the kid's meal to eat. <laughs> and so this is a simple stack toy that also is a nesting toy. You can do the same thing with your mixing bowls that stack, or your measuring cups that stack, anything like that that they can nest and stack. It does not have to be a toy specifically purchased for that. Okay? Again, making sure that you are checking your child's toys regularly. And as, with a toddler, it often helps to rotate toys out and have like new toys separated out into several rooms or alternatively ones that you use only in a certain part of the house or ones that you keep in the car for those times when you have to go very quickly. So. Um, and for the older child, so if you do have an older preschooler, the noodles are great also for stringing. You can use pipe cleaners, you can use yarn, you can take the ends so make it easier for them, but they can string those, they can count them, they can sort them, you can do different colors and they can sort them out. 
and make patterns. So there's lots of uses, even later on when they, as they get older for these toys. So it's not just, you know, they can be used later on. And noodles, you can get a bulk supply of them at Walmart or Aldi's and you can have them available and they're easy to dye. They're very easy to dye. You can look at, you know, just watch your hands because food coloring, just you have to let them dry. It's food coloring and rubbing alcohol. And that's, that's how we dye the noodles. And then you let them dry. They're simple recipes. Another thing about toys for toddlers, you look around and they have totally taken over your home. How many of you have experienced that? So the goal of a lot of our homemade toys is to have them multi-purpose. The activity we have planned for you to do this morning can be used as a sorting toy and also as a shaker. So we have drink mix containers because they are child, I mean, they are food safe because they come with the drink mix in them. That's the criteria. The lids and the containers are food safe materials. And then we have an Easter egg for you to put in. And then we have the permanent markers for you to create your own designs on the drink mix containers. So you may have drink mix container and one egg, or alternatively, if you don't want to bring any more Easter eggs into your home at this point, <laughs> you can use, I have some little plastic lids, you can have two or three lids if you'd prefer that over the Easter egg. So that is our presentation on the homemade toys. Does anyone have any questions this morning? Yes. 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 No. Mm -mm. It's, it's a family-oriented program. Yes. Mm -hmm. Deb? I'm not sure what you mean. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not mention that. We have hot glue used inside the lid, but there is no oversight as to whether the hot glue is safe for children. So we put the hot glue inside the lid, and that's what the strips of tape, because obviously I'm not going to bring a hot glue gun onto a home visit with a child. So we have the strips of tape that we tightly put on when we make them in the home on the activity. Okay. Any other questions? We have a set of handouts that has quite a bit of musical instrument ideas. And then we do have the parents as teachers flyers up here. Please take one of each with you today. And please share this information with other friends and family. Thank you.